Whose pile is that? I think I know. Just shooting the shit with the bros. Come and join along. Don't forget to load your bong. It's quality piles. We can never be wrong. Hello and welcome back to the cast. I know I say this every week, but we got a really exciting one for you this week. Holy shit. GameStop. Bev, what do we got? Well, I think everybody's heard the news about what happened with GameStop this week. Long story short, uh, all the ins- it's, it's, it's been a favorite uh, uh, company to short by all the institutional and hedge fund uh, investors out there. And, and just to remind everybody, when you short a stock, basically you, uh, it's, it's you're borrowing it. Either you're borrowing the stock itself and selling it on the market, and then eventually you'll, you'll pay that person back with, uh, with a replacement uh, share. Or you're uh, writing uh, uh, options on it, so it's uh, that's given somebody uh, the the right to purchase the stock at a later date. So this has been a favorite, and and it makes sense. I mean, it's it's the reason you would want to short a stock is the long term outlook on it isn't favorable. So of course, GameStop being primarily a video game retailer, I mean, who goes and buys video games at stores now? You know, you use like what are all the big ones? Steam and Xbox and PlayStation. You know, it's all bought online, right? Well, well, Big D, uh, do you have a PS5. Like, do you have any physical copies of games? Uh, I'm old school boy, so I like the physical copies. But that being said, uh, both Xbox and PlayStation this this time around had a big push for, you know, they have digital only versions too, right? So you can already see they're moving in that direction. Um, But also I didn't buy a single game from EB Games, which is the Canadian version of GameStop essentially. So I'd imagine that, you know, most people are ordering from Amazon, Best Buy, Walmart, all these other places to get games, right? It's not like years ago where, you know, you would go to the big retailers and, and their selection and stuff wasn't as good or whatever. Now they have everything, right? So these smaller specialty shops, especially for something like a, like video games, like I just don't see what's the appeal to go in there, right? So like I, I could totally see why like they were kind of heading in one direction, one direction only, right? The other thing is uh, they were primarily in malls and stuff like that. Like I know I'm just picturing EB games uh, and like you go there, you have your video game and they offer you a dollar for it. You're like what? the hell like i paid 60 bucks for this thing like of course that business is going to go out of business eventually like everyone's just trading online uh, it doesn't make any sense and i can see why it was overly shorted and those people those hedge funds that were writing the shorts like oh my god just uh, for our viewers you can see the volatility uh, uh volatility of this uh, stock like it's every every quarter you can see the volatility jump 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 when their earnings come out and then January, like, holy shit. It's just off the record. That's insane. Like, I know, again, again, we're not giving anyone any type of advice or anything like that. But like, I know even when it was flying, like, I made money uh, off a put uh, from that because the volatility of it is, is so ridiculously high. Like, you have to. You have to just play both sides of it. Because, uh, like, what you do with your your plays like what the the reddit gang is doing is they're buying call options on this or buying the actual stock but at the end of the day like let's say you you win your call option and you want to execute it now you're holding thousands of shares of fucking gamestop like it's worthless like you and then you have to find some other sucker to buy it from you before it crashes back down to zero which this will be a bankrupt company in one month from now like there's no way around it like it's just going to be worth nothing the thing i found crazy with this is uh so there's um um a thing called the float which is the shares that are out on the market that that can be traded basically yeah um so the the the, um the short interest on gamestop was 140 percent of the float so there were more (laughs) shares being shorted than were available on the market so if you went to cover there's basically nothing you can like like it, you could potentially be in that situation where you go to buy a share to cover your short position and there's none there uh How? so in, in effect you're in default at that point so if you're a fund you know running a bunch of money you know you're you've defaulted on a position like it's it's not good like it's 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 the end of your fund basically so how could you overwrite like that like i i don't understand i use this i i just really don't understand how you could over short like well there's like... there's two ways it happens the first is uh it's called naked uh, um 
uh, writing a naked short, or basically you've you've written a uh, like a call option without owning the underlying stock. Because uh, typically, typically what you're supposed to do is a cover call. Like like options are hedging strategies. They're not intended necessarily to be speculative, <laughs> but you know it, it, it's that's a key, and it ends up being a key function of them. But so basically, you're supposed to say I own a hundred shares of GameStop. I can then write a call option on, or a, a, a call or a put option on those shares of GameStop, and then I'll get a premium for that. So I'll get a couple bucks. And then to, what most people do is every you know they'll 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 write an option with like I don't say like a three month maturity, and then with with the assumption that you know that um, uh, option's not going to get uh, exercised so it's it's like another income for you basically or uh, if you're protecting yourself it's it's a cost that you're paying against the gains on the stock to protect yourself from you know from downside or whatever so that's the like first it's way insurance that, policy right yeah it's exactly insurance. so yeah. so basically that's, that's kind of the first way where it's it's you're writing those contracts without owning the actual stock underneath so you're basically offering to sell something that you don't own uh, so that's the one way it can happen. Then the other is if in, in the actual shorting of the equity is if the brokers are sh- are selling or basically uh, allowing a stock to be sh- uh, uh, borrowed and, and sold twice. So if, you know, like Big D's got a, a share of, um, uh, say, Nortel or something, right? Just some company that doesn't even exist anymore. It's a good good example. But uh, say Big D's got a share of Nortel and then... Uh, old Rick over here goes over and borrows it and sells it. And then Old Bev, I come over and I do the same thing. Well, technically that share has been sold twice, right? It's the but 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 Big D is still the uh, owner of that that stock. So that's that's kind of how it works. That's how you get into that mess. It's really one of those two ways. And I think with GameStop, it was more so on the option side. I I, I suspect mm-hmm. it was more on the option side. Um, just by looking at the massive uh, open interest on on some of those contracts. Yeah, so I imagine the only people that are owning this stock right now are just head fund- just trying to cover their ass at this point, right? Like that's that's the majority of, of where this huge pump came from. Well, no, it, it, it's people like us buying it. And then when someone tries to buy it, it's just like, no, no, I, I'm not going to sell it to you for 20 bucks. I'm going to sell it to you for $200. That's all I'm willing to sell it for. And then eventually the bids go up and up and up and up. And then eventually it's like, fuck it. Okay, I'll pay 200 bucks because I have to. I don't have a choice. And that's why the stock has been on such a run lately. It's just because no one is selling. That's why you see all those memes like, hold the line, hold the line, don't sell. It's going to drive the prices up even more because there's not enough supply for the demand that's out there uh, and that's kind of where we are right now uh, interesting to see that they're trying to do that kind of short squeeze on silver um that's what i was reading today uh, i don't know what it ended up finishing up but this morning is like silver was up like eight percent which is crazy because that's in my mind a very different kind of short squeeze that you're trying to do because silver is like what is it up what uh, oh, I crashed back down. It came back down to reality. There you go. So yeah, right in the morning, had a huge pump, and then everyone who had it's just like, oh, fuck this. I've been holding on to silver for goddamn how long? Let's get rid of it. <laughs> <laughs> Did you guys remember like back in the day in the nineties when like late at night there'd be like infomercials of dudes trying to sell you coins and shit? Like this is like do people not forget not like remember that well, shit? Like well, we got that no. on the screen right now, JM Bullion. Yeah, well, you can actually buy silver, silver and gold coins through your banking apps here in Canada. And like, I remember I was talking to someone and they, they're like doomsday, whatever, everything's going to collapse. You can't even, like, you can't even buy gold and silver right now. Only one of the banks have it. I'm like, well, that's a lie. And I pull open my phone. I'm like, I can literally buy gold coins and silver coins right now and have it shipped to my house. I don't know what you're talking about. Whoever you're talking to is full of shit. So, <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah, but yeah, it's a, it's a very interesting thing because it just sheds the light on like the wall street bets, pump and dump central. The, you know what I mean? Like it, it's just a message board. It's a mess. It's a private message board and whatever, whatever they do and don't do, like if this is legal or not legal, I'm not a, a U.S. Uh, I'm not the SEC, so that's for them to decide. But I mean, 
I don't know. Uh, we've all seen those message boards over the, well, a lot of us have seen those message boards over the time. And uh, it's cool that they're going to be making a movie about this. Wall Street Bets is over now, <laughs> essentially. Yeah. And there's going to be something else. Like there's too many eyes on it now. So you're going to go to, uh, you're going to go to see the movie at AMC theaters uh, and, <laughs> and you'll drive and you'll go park in the, the abandoned parking lot for the old GameStop in the parking lot and uh, go see your movie about what happened to Wall Street Bets. Yeah. There you go. Oh, man. Well, like, that's maybe I mean. maybe you'll uh, have a Nokia phone while you're at it or whatever. What's what are the other ones they're trying to pump there? Doge? Fucking buy some oh. Dogecoin on your phone before oh, you buy, go in. Buy some shit coins? Oh, man. Coins <laughs> are another thing. Like, so, like... I just remember looking at the coins this weekend, talking to a mutual friend who was telling us like, holy shit, this one coin's pumping. As we're on the phone together, I watched it drop 45% in two minutes. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, oh, that's crypto, baby. Like, what? Like, what other, I, I don't want to be a part of that. Like, I don't have the balls to be sitting there like, okay, I can lose 50% of value in two minutes. Like, I know that's possible in stock market too, but it is highly, highly unlikely that something that you buy, even this piece of shit GameStop, even if you buy something like that, like it, it's not going to drop 45% in two minutes or it's highly unlikely to. That's, that's yeah, what the crypto market is. Yeah, just, so many of them are just so thinly traded. There's so few people on a lot in a lot of these coins. That's, that's something I noticed is like, uh, and it, there may be a lot of volume in the coins, but you, you know, you have to look at volume times price to get an idea of how much, you know, money's really floating around. Um, mm -hmm. so I remember when I was paying more attention to them, a, a lot of those coins would be, you know, people were moving the, the, the price with like, you know, $5,000, right. They were able to shoot it up <laughs> you know, huge amounts just cause you know, there's so, so that's just how the, uh, the, the bid ass spread looks right. You're old. Now you're talking TSX venture type things like the, <laughs> you know, the, the small cap stuff here in Canada. Like it's crazy when you can, you can see a trade that you do and then you look and like, holy shit, I moved the entire yeah. share value by 10% with this tiny trade. <laughs> well, it makes you wonder, and that's, it goes back to like the whole argument with this whole GameStop thing where, you know, all the, the, the hedge funds and everyone's all pissed off because these guys were, are basically holding shares hostage. So trying to shut these, these hedge funds down. But, um, you know, this is what these funds do on a regular basis in these uh, uh, smaller shitty uh, uh, exchanges like CSC and TSX Venture, perfect examples of that. Like, you know, with $100,000, which for a lot of these funds, you know, it's, it's pocket change, like $100,000, you can run up, you know, a, a, a $250 million market cap stock. Like it's It's enough to do it. It's it's totally doable, and it's, you can see it happening. You can see it happening, like because you just see who's doing the trades in in most cases, and you look at it like holy fuck, like this is this is not real. Like oh, why did whatever pump today? Oh, just this dude was doing a little sketchy shit. But it's unless someone's actually looking for it, they're not going to find it. Yeah. Well, the crypto thing's even more ridiculous too. Like I like I'm follows as closely to you guys, but like I'm on Twitter and shit, and there's crossover and a lot of stuff I follow, or people are into this and that. And I saw a thing; it was like whale alert. Like uh, there's been uh, a transfer of five thousand co uh, coins into like XLM or XRP or one of the fucking ones of an X. And I was just like, really, bro? And like literally, this person transferred like five thousand coins, and the 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 almost said stock. The coin price jumped like ten percent, like right after that. I just checked it just to see, and like, it's yeah. like, well, I mean, the coin's worth like forty cents a share. Like, <laughs> yeah. You know, so like, what does what does this person have? Like, well, and that's the thing. Like back, I don't know, three four years ago, I remember signing up for these random fucking exchanges, and you're putting money on it. And I'm like. This is not real. Like I'm buying this computer code, I guess, like what the what what the, one of these little shit coins are. Maybe it's going to be worth something, maybe it's not. The the problem with it is when they're pumping and you go to sell it, you have to find someone who's willing to trade with you. And most of the time they're trying to trade you another one of these stupid shit coins. So you're trading one piece of garbage for another piece of garbage and it's just like this huge circle of nonsense. And I'm no I don't fully understand it and I am not a crypto expert and I'm not one of the crypto millionaire bros, but I mean, it's like, look at all this stuff. Like it's, it's nonsense. 
And all I'm seeing in all this, like, oh, Bitcoin's been pumping for a while. Everyone sells their Bitcoin, doesn't want to take it out in cash. And so they just buy, trickles down to these other shit coins. And then it goes down even further and further and further. And then it goes back in again. And it's this weird, like, Bit, BitTorrent has a crypto thing? <laughs> Seems legit. No idea. That's what I was trying to figure out. Like, is this because like the, a lot like one of the values of uh, like the crypto technology is like the decentralized, you yeah. know, like like I guess storage and like processing or whatever, right? So that's yeah. that's like super valuable for a service like BitTorrent. That's like you know it's it's illegal basically. Yeah. Um, so it's super useful to have that. But I, I don't know if this actually I'd have to sit there and actually read this stuff. But um, I don't know. It's it's funny. Uh, the, the problem I find with, with these, it's, it's always kind of been the problem. It's just the volatility in them. Like there's no like like you said on the one you were watching with. Uh, uh, mm -hmm. I think it was the crypto deity is the uh, mm -hmm. is the guy you're yep. talking to if, uh, if yep. I'm not mistaken. But it's yep. like even looking at like a pretty solid one like XRP, which is like a pretty like I'm I'm pretty bought into this technology. I think it's it's pretty. Uh, pretty impressive what they're doing but even that i mean there's huge volatility it's jumping all over the place so it's hard to use it for anything uh, yeah. just because it goes like there's no way to predict what's going to be well, well look look at what happened today at x in xrp and that's what i mean like it peaked at 6 a.m that's the other thing with trading crypto like at least if you're trading stocks here in north america like you have your what is it six hours six and a half hours to trade and then that's it then you cannot pay attention for a little while with crypto it's 24 seven, like it never stops. It never ever stops. And so you're looking at that like, holy shit, I missed a 300% pump at six in the morning. And then you go and like, oh no, it's all gone. It's gone. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, cause you're looking at it, it's 6 a.m. And then by 9 a.m. all the gains are gone. Yeah, like exactly. Yeah, which is wild. But uh, yeah, that's again, like I was, like I was told, that's crypto, baby. <laughs> <laughs> like the technology didn't change, nothing changed. Just people just manipulating or buy. I have no idea. I have no idea why it pumped, but it pumped for whatever reason. And now it's back down to reality. There's just so many. I don't even know how you'd like choose one to trade. Like, how do you know? Like today I'm going to trade Uniswap. Yeah. It's like, what the, I, I don't know. It's just so many to keep track of. Well, like uh bev can you pull up that uh so there was this exchange that uh we were looking at i, I remember uh in 2017 trying to get onto it. it's out of vancouver anyways the guy ended up dying with the wallet oh, yeah. and all yeah everyone's money disappeared or whatever yeah like i remember yeah four years ago trying to get onto this like trying to get onto this and it was like a two-month wait and i am so happy it never happened because like, okay, this guy has all these coins on the exchange or whatever, and then he died, right? Like, that was the story. He, he died, and then no one knows the code or the password, and then $200 million or $400 million just disappeared. Yep, Something happened much. to that dude. Something happened to that dude. Or he just went and fucked. He's like, I got $400 bucks. I'm going to go fuck off now. But it's just nothing ever happened to it because it's such a weird, unregulated market that hey sucks to suck like you shouldn't have given this guy all this cash <laughs> like, i got a question for you guys because like i said yeah. i'm not as into this as you are but uh yeah. so from my understanding with crypto you can buy fractional pieces right like i, I can buy not one entire bitcoin i can buy pieces of of yeah. a bitcoin right but so but with stocks i have to buy a share right there's no way other than options Correct. like there's no way to buy like half a share of something right like well you like have to buy option any, yeah, like an option is you're buying the right to purchase 100 shares. So like when you're looking at option prices, you'll say like just for ease of sake, like let's say you're looking at a call option. You're like, I think two months from now, the stock is going to be worth more than this amount of money. So I'm going to buy a call option. It's a dollar to give me the option to buy 100 share or execute buy 100 shares at this price on this date. That's what a that's what a call option is. So it's whatever the price is times a hundred bucks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got a pretty good understanding of that now. I'm just saying, but like as far as the actual stock itself, you buy a share, you don't buy Correct. a share, right? Whereas Correct. with Bitcoin, you can do these weird fractionals. Like I can own one, you know, one thousandth of a Bitcoin or whatever. Because right? it's like, money. Yeah, like you can go on any website and, well, not any website, but like a lot of websites and sign up to take Bitcoin. Like let's say you had some. 
like uh, some uh, stores <laughs> online or whatever, and you wanted to accept Bitcoin, you could yeah. sign up for that. There's a there are services that instead of paying with Visa or Mastercard or whoever your payment is, you can take Bitcoin instead if you want to. That still feels money. so sketchy to me. Like when I think that in my head of like paying for something, I feel like I'm buying like a heroin or something with that. Like I can't <laughs> picture going and buying like a t-shirt on qualitypiles.com with Bitcoin or whatever. Like I feel like you you would pay with like actual money, you know? Well, we'll take it. Do we take Bitcoin there, Big D? <laughs> uh, I think we need to look into it, Big D. Yeah. yeah. What do you think? Yeah. I mean, we'll, 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 I mean, you know, the shirts are pretty sweet though. So if you guys want to try and pay in Bitcoin, we'll try and sort that out for you. But yeah. Yeah. Uh, what? Uh, so, what did Bitcoin? Oh, tumble thirty percent. Oh, yeah. Obviously. <laughs> well, did you see the chart like, from today? It's, it's fucking hilarious. Oh, right, so uh, I, I didn't. What I didn't understand is people thought this was going up to like you know thousand bucks a share. Like you had to figure at some point, especially once like Robinhood, who's who's probably the biggest contributor to most of the volume, uh, pulled the plug on on uh, uh, purchasing any of the the equity. So obviously, and then all the other brokers kind of followed suit. Like in Canada, I know TD, and then I think RBC did as well. So obviously, they they were putting the brakes on to try and avoid a liquidity crisis. But you had to figure, like, there's no way, like, they were going to let this. Like, the, the the house always wins. It's the same rule with, like, gambling, right? House always wins. Well, like, I remember seeing this chart. Like, this short squeeze has decreed, like, the ripple effect in the market was writing off $3.2 million of market value, like, globally. Because in order to cover these stupid GameStop shares, they're selling legit, like, uh, I hate, well, not... They're selling legitimate companies like whatever, like Google or Apple and the shares in those companies to cover that. Like, oh, shit, I need I need to come up with 50 billion dollars. How am I going to come up with this money? I'm going to sell a bunch of other stuff and then drives those share prices down by this short squeeze that's happening right now. And so if you were looking for some blue chip tech stocks, I mean, I, I don't know if it's still down or whatever, but it was down for the last couple of days because they're fucking liquidating to cover their asses. But that's the thing, I guess, that a lot of these people don't realize uh, is that these call options and these short positions like have expiry dates. And most of these expiry dates aren't insane, insanely far out. Like most of the ones that you're trading are within the month or two months. You know what I mean? It's yeah, like look at where did Apple lose in the last two weeks? And I'm sure a big chunk of this is people trying to cover their asses. Like, look at that. What what changed? I, I don't know what changed. I'm assuming it's just people liquidating that because there's no earnings call. There's no earnings call or anything like that uh, in January, as far as I know. But again, I can't like pull up, uh, pull up Google. Like, I'm just trying to think of other like tech what about Tesla? Tesla. Yeah, fuck Tesla. Like, yo, fucking <laughs> Tesla is the same thing as GameStop. It's all on fucking good vibes and whatever. <laughs> I think they're a little like, better than GameStop, but but. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. All right, what do we got here? Let's give her uh, the one month. Oh. Yeah, probably same thing. Twenty six. Yeah. See, this is the effect of it right here, basically. Yeah. So yeah. right as like. Uh, the smart funds noticed right away. Uh oh, we're gonna need a bunch of cash. Start dumping yeah. shares, all their big stuff. Yeah, until the yeah, end of the week, it'll be right back where it's already going back, basically. Yeah, yeah. it's yeah. pretty much back exactly where it was. Yeah, and, and that's what happens because uh, people are buying it because it's down, you know, down, quote unquote, right? So yeah, hundred percent. Like, oh, see what I, I uh, Amazon as well. I thought lost a bunch of your money uh, recently in this past week, but again, it's all relative because it's all coming right back. All right, let's see. One month. What the fucking chair? Yeah, so it's the same story. So look at that. Just dips and it's right back. It's literally so, higher than it was, I think. Yeah. <laughs> and this is like this is the whole argument that uh, you know all the hedge fund people are pissed off about GameStop because it's like, well, this it's like people are buying this without looking at like the underlying fundamentals because like all this this pricing is theoretically driven by you know basically the 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 fundamental value of the company so don't what's worth elon. now plus what it's worth oh my god yeah definitely don't tell <laughs> elon <laughs> but um and, and what you think it's going to be worth in the future like what it's going to generate in terms of cash flow in the future so that's what this valuation is driven by 
this mm-hmm. ju- this valuation on GameStop, just pulling up their chart again, it's just driven on a bunch of goofs going and buying it. Like, there's no reason for it to jump up. <laughs> Couple yeah. goof mountains there, boys. <laughs> yeah. Oh fuck. Oh, speaking of Elon, the totally off topic, but they just announced <laughs> that for real though, this is not a joke. That he's gonna him and uh, Universal is pumping money in for a Tom Cruise movie shot in space of Elon. This is real news. This is not a joke or a meme. No. Yeah. Way. Yeah, if you t- if you type it in, it'll be there somewhere for sure. Type in Elon, Tom Cruise, and it should be. Uh, it literally, uh, there was more. That's from a few <laughs> months ago, but there is a. There's a actually there was something today, yeah, about it. That I guess Univ- Universal's to- backing it or something now. Was that's, that's what came wild. up today? Well, hey, that is the greatest marketing campaign Elon could have done. Like, not that every like because. Was it him or was it Virgin Galactic? Or were they both going to do commercial space light for 10 grand a piece? Uh, well, I'm sure it's going to be more expensive now. $200 million used... dollar universal commitment, eh? Jesus. $200 million bucks. That I feel like it's not going to get you much in space there, bud. Like $200 million gets you like what? Like a, a third of a Marvel movie if you're shooting on Earth? <laughs> <laughs> well, isn't uh, isn't uh, Tesla? Didn't they just sell like like? Aren't there a bunch of guys who are like bi- like wealthy businessmen or something there going up for like fifty five million a piece or something like that? I don't know if I want to be the first. Uh, uh... Well, like, wasn't the whole thing to you start with satellites and then eventually it's going to be, or was that uh, Virgin's uh, Virgin's business model where it's just commercial space flight? I don't know, guys. Like for me, I look at this like remember back in the day when flat screen TVs came out and they were like yeah. four grand. And all these people were paying four grand. You wait like five years and they're like four hundred bucks on on Black Friday or whatever, right? So it's like I'll yeah. let these goofs pay fifty five million, and then in like ten years I'll pay my fucking you know twelve hundred bucks and I'll go to fucking Mars for a week or whatever. So here's here's something for the viewer uh, for those who are viewing. I'm sure you're just as confused as we are, but uh, for those listening, so I have a there's a picture on the screen of the earth and then there is a a uh, a, a rope of a cable that's then stretching out into the uh the uh the, into space i guess into the atmosphere and this is the space elevator so this is i guess a way to get people into space like i'm just imagining like imagine like a, an alien is flying <laughs> by earth Snip. and he sees this fucking elevator sticking it's like what in the hell is that it's like oh nah, people want to go into it. space bud yeah yeah, yeah it's oh just gonna God. get whipped by like, if that oh if they're God. ever gonna pull the trigger on us the aliens that'd be it like these guys are fucking idiots and they would just vaporize <laughs> us do, do us a favor at that point please actually fuck uh, I thought they were going to release all the UFO data that they have. Like, not that they ever release everything, but I thought that was a big thing that was like snuck in there. But again, then I have no hit, idea. Bud, no one gave a shit anymore. It was all the news. Was the, no, everyone's buying GameStop. They don't have, uh, <laughs> they don't have time for this alien bullshit. Oh my god! Like it just, I, I don't know, man. Like that alien stuff. I don't know. Really fascinates me. It's pretty cool. Like I, I mean, it'd be crazy to think that like we're the only intelligent life in the universe. Like that's that's not realistic. But I mean, I just I'd love to know. I'd love to know what happens. And like I know a lot of people are afraid of aliens or whatever the fuck. But I mean, you're only afraid if you think that aliens are going to be fucking assholes like we are to other animals. Like that's it. Like if they're just normal things, then yeah, you're this fine. this is my thing. All right, so gather around, folks. I'm gonna tell you my theory here. Right, so yeah. humans are fucking dumb, and we want to conquer everything. Like we go to the moon, we put a fucking American flag on it. Right, like that's mm-hmm. what is that saying? That's saying this is ours now. Right, um, yeah. and we we kill shit, we kill other people, we take people's shit. Like just in human history, this is what we do. Right, but like if you're a higher species and you were able to get here and we're still here and alive, then I'm going to assume you're probably not hostile, right? Like, why yeah. would you Why would you show up and then wait? Okay, we're here, and, and then wait, 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 and then be like, okay, now we're going to kill them all. Like, if they, if they really were here and they really were hostile, then we would have fucking known for sure by now, right? But they're either not here or they're here and they're not hostile. And if you are a more evolved being, then you'd probably – would think that, like, war and shit is barbaric and stupid, right? So, like, here's, I feel like here's they'd an be, easy... like, have a higher purpose than that or something. That's just my thought. Yeah, well, here's a great example of that. Like, uh, you know, like, on a very low level. 
how many fist fights are at in the trailer parks happening right now? Like you're you go to a trailer park, I bet your ass someone's beating the shit out of somebody, whether it's their family member or fucking someone in the trailer next door. Well, hey, now you go used to, to be able to check. You could turn on live PD and you could see it in real time. <laughs> some fucking bullshit. The, live PD. Uh, man, uh, one more year, it'll come back. It'll come back. But then you go to like uh, I don't I'm, uh, a smart place, uh, Silicon Valley somewhere. I don't think. Two fucking computer engineers are just going and beating the crap out of each other. Like, I don't think that they have no. the strength to do so. Like, they might have the fingers to do so to, I don't know, like tap them to death. But you know what I mean? <laughs> like, they're not fighting. And, yeah, and they're just... the higher your IQ is, the less you're probably dealing with your problems physically, right? Like, yeah. So, yeah, yeah. It, that just makes sense to me. Oh, you said something that I was thinking about uh, trailer parks. Oh, yeah. Fucking. Um, Imagine if they did the PD thing right now and it was just a show about them going to people's houses being like, bud, you got five people. They obviously don't live here. You got to get out of here. How fucking boring would that be? Oh, oh my, my God. All right. God. All right, guys. Let's see some IDs. Let's see some IDs. <laughs> you all live in this household. But uh, you know what we're having a real problem with here is uh, all these new travel restrictions. If the, the snowbirds, they don't even want to, they don't want to be at your house or their house. They want to go down to their house in uh, Florida there. So I think we were going to talk about that today, uh, Bev. I think you got something up about that right now, actually. Yeah, I just got it sitting on the screen, just talking a bit about the uh, um, the, the COVID tests that are required upon arrival and the, your 14-day quarantine you know, it's a way that where you have to stay in a designated hotel, which costs you up to two thousand bucks. So it's it's just driving people nuts because like there's so much travel going on right now, like both like leisure and business, like huge, huge amounts of it, even though, you know, all the everything's allegedly locked down. But it's uh, it's interesting. We we're chatting a little bit before the show and, and as, you know, you guys were mentioning, you know, Mexico is expecting to lose like uh, I don't know if the figures in here, but it was something like a couple million or something, wasn't it, Big D? Yeah, I think the figure I saw they were it was like a seven hundred million dollar loss. Is it was in one article, so like don't don't quote me on that. But obviously, you know it's a huge loss. It's a huge part of their business down there is people coming down for the cheap liquor and and uh, you know cheap flights. Yeah, exactly. And, and like Canada plays such a huge role in certain countries' uh, economies. Like I, I remember going to Dominican last year, a couple of years ago, whenever I went, uh, and uh, they were saying that. They have 10, 000, or sorry, 10 million Canadian visitors on average per year. 10 million. Their population is 12 million as an island. So they have almost their entire population coming as visitors, coming down. And every time we go, I don't know, you tip the shit out of everyone around you and you leave shit for them. And you give gifts or whatever the hell you do. Like I know in Cuba, you give more gifts and stuff like that and the same thing. But it's the same idea. Their economy depends on us going away like, oh, winter sucks. Let's go down south. So this travel band is really just fucking like the people down south, like the people in Mexico, the people in Cuba, the people in Dominican. Like those are the people who are going to get really hurt. Like the Canadians. All right. You're going to be a little pissed off. Like you still you're not allowed to travel to the States, but you can fly to the States like you can't land board across to the States. But you can if I want to go to Florida right now, I can get on an airplane, fly to Florida. That's cool. No fucking problems whatsoever. But I mean, I can't go to Mexico or wherever and they got the airlines to get on board with them, probably dangling some subsidies or whatever. Uh, and be like, hey, don't let people fly for the next three months down there. And so they canceled all of their flights. Like, I've never seen that before. Like, that's crazy. Because who else are you, you going to visit in those countries? You're going to visit other fucking Canadians. Mm -hmm. So who cares? Uh, I don't know. I that's... saw a funny article today, too, speaking of, you know, the flight. Obviously, the airline industry has been just like rammed in the ass by this whole situation. And uh, it was just talking about pilots making errors in flight now because they're not flying regularly. So the ones that are left flying are flying like once a week or like once a month or something. And these dudes used to fly like every three or four days, right? Like minimum sort of thing. So like, that's well, kind of freaking me the fuck out too. I don't want to get in the, get in my, you know, my first trip after COVID and the, you know, the pilots getting in like, Oh, Fuck! It's the red button, right? No, no, it's the blue button. Okay, we're pretty sure it's the blue button. Like, oh shit! Like, I got a, I got a buddy who's a pilot, and he was just saying like he basically wasn't flying um, for the better part of the last year, and he's just started up with a new company now, and and went down for some sim training in Florida of all places, actually. And uh, and no, uh, by the way, no quarantine or anything for pilots; they're exempt. So he got, just got to come straight home the next day once he was done his two weeks down there of uh, of uh, simulation, and basically, yeah, so. 
he's like flying actual routes now. And he said like, he's like, man, I don't want to like freak anybody out, but like, I'm happy I did that fucking sim training. Cause it had been so long since he's been an actual plane. Yeah. He would have just tried to jump back in it. He yeah. would have been like, Oh shit. Like it's not, it's, it's definitely not like riding a bike and you don't want to be gambling that it is either. Right. So it's pretty wild, man. Like that's, that's going to be fucking interesting for sure. Once they start, you know, obviously, in a, I'm guessing a year from now sort of thing, we'll start to see uh, more, flights getting probably not to the way they were but definitely more normal levels you'll you'll start to get your three and four trips a day to certain locations out again and stuff like that oh i'm sure next year it's going to be just like it was before or like close to because people got the itch man like everyone's been saving money well not everyone but like a lot of people have been saving money because there's nothing to do and all you're doing is dreaming on what you can do like i'm looking at my my trip like i'm getting like Instagram and Facebook, like, good job. Like, you know what I want to see. And I was getting advertised, like, Croatia, Yacht Week, let's go party. And, like, I want to do that so fucking bad. And, like, put down your deposit now for this year. I'm like, you're out of your mind. Like, it's great deals, and I definitely want to do that. And I will do that on maybe soon. I don't know. Maybe 2022, (laughs) not 2021 for sure. Like, I don't know what fucking kind of crazy rules there is going to be put in place. Like, the, the scariest thing about this travel restriction, so for those who don't know or whatever, the, the gist of it is if you go away, you come back into Canada, you're to get on the airplane to come to Canada, you have to have a negative COVID test. Once you land in Canada, you have to get a rapid COVID test. So even if both those COVID tests are negative, you still have to quarantine in a designated hotel for 14 days. And get a third COVID test. What the fuck the is point, the point of the, the point of the test? The, yeah, exactly. Yeah, if exactly. you ignore those tests, what's the point? And so that's what like they're apparently whatever some uh, legal challenges already happening against the government implementing those rules right now because it is unlawful confinement. Like you say, the rules are for oh we're quarantining for this, but if you already had two negative tests, what's the fucking point in quarantining that? Exactly. Like, you got to do the right bullshit? thing, bud. You know, just listen to the government. They know what's best, you know. It's, well, we uh, have this uh, this thing highlighted on the screen. It's, it's uh, So the actual cases that are traced back to interna- international travel is low. It's not a big portion of it either. So, again, it goes back to a conversation we had a few podcasts ago. Like, it, where are you focusing efforts? Is this really the best place to do it? Does this really make sense? And, of course, the argument is, well, well New Zealand did it. But, yeah, New Zealand did it a year ago, right? So it's, it's mm-hmm. not even comparable new zealand's an island i'm gonna keep saying that new zealand's a fucking island it's a totally different situation they have to be more protective i the shit that they do there makes sense because of their fucking island you know bev pull up uh the population in new zealand it's like okay. four million or five million we looked at it before it's like toronto it's nothing okay it's it's toronto so yeah they have to do it they have to do it and if canada was to do something like this you should have done it last march yeah like that's it 4.9 million for those only listening by the way yeah 4.9 million like yeah the time to do it was last year before it already happened now that's already here it's fucking too late so focus on the old folk homes uh what's really interesting like because i get the notifications every day like oh this many new cases in ontario this many new cases well uh they started showing the death toll and they started showing the uh, death toll by demographic now every day in their daily reports, which is fantastic. So today, and when I was looking at it, it was two people under the age of 19 have died in Ontario from COVID. I think it was 220 people between the ages of 20 and 39 have died. I don't know what the other two were, but I remember the one in 80 plus, it was like over 4,000. Yeah, it's a huge if that portion. Yeah, if that's where your problem is, like that's where you got to focus. Like it, it is terrible. Like I, like I know someone very close to me who lost two family members in this past week to COVID. Why did they go to the hospital? Uh, non-related COVID issues, and they fucking caught COVID in the goddamn hospital. <laughs> yeah, fuck? well, that's it. so. There's a few like there's a few things going on here though, right? Like. Um, I, the city I live in, which I'm not going to divulge, but anyway, yeah. the city I live in just had a 19 year old quote unquote die of COVID. Well, the fire, so they called, this person was found dead in the room, by the way, is what happened. 19 year old kid found dead in his room. The firefighters arrived. They had killed themselves out of like depression, which is awful, awful fucking, it's terrible that kids are doing this. Anyway, the kid 
then they tested the body for co- for COVID. It tested positive, and then the story in the news has become this this nineteen year old died of COVID, not this nineteen year old killed themselves and was found and then tested, and this is real. Like I know someone who like who actually like like knows this firefighter that was there at the at the the scene there. Like that was just the first people who arrived when they called nine one one. So like there's a lot of shit going on in these numbers, right? Like I'm not saying they're wrong. Like I guess if you want to say that he died and he had COVID, he's a COVID death. Sure. But that was not the primary cause of his death. Clearly, if you fucking kill yourself, right? Like, uh, which ones again, I'm not demeaning that it's fucking terrible. It's awful to hear shit like that. Um, but yeah, like I, fuck man. I I know two people that died of COVID. Um, basically over the last two weeks, I was talking to my, my mom and, you know, they used to have a cottage and they had friends from up there that go down to Florida and they have some other friends that were up there, but these people were in their seventies. Uh, they were raging alcoholics for the whole time I've known them. So for 30 years, uh, you know, so partying all the time, overweight, eat like shit, alcoholics in their seventies. And they both died of COVID because they're down at, first of all, they're down in fucking Florida and they're all living down there with basically no rules on top of that. Right. So, Mm -hmm. and I heard that, you know, all Christmas they had an open door policy at their trailer and everyone was coming in and out and everything. And then this guy, yeah, this guy and his wife that we knew basically over the last two weeks, both died of COVID, but you know, that's scary or whatever. And it's bad. And like, obviously I don't want anyone to die. Right. Like, but like they were, they were all the boxes checked as well. Right. Like it, it's not like they were 20 years old and in good health. You know, these people have been lifelong alcoholics, (laughs) you know, like it's, And once again, I don't want to take it away from one. I know it's it's a fucking shitty situation. It's an awful thing to happen. You know, I don't want anyone to die. But, it, you know, you got to look at more than just the headline, folks. Like it, COVID, like COVID is real. Like it's real and it's really killing people. But I mean, focus on where it's actually killing people. Like think of it like a forest fire. Like are you, where are you going to fucking focus your, your problems are you going to focus it on where it's already burned or are you going to focus it on where it's about to go burn some more like are you going to go focus get ahead of the fire and focus on that like lock down those old folks homes like clean those fucking old folks homes like vaccinate those people in those old folks homes or are you gonna just say like oh well everywhere around here like the whole state or whatever like use california as an example well the whole state is at risk so let's just spray water everywhere and hopefully the fire goes down no focus on exactly where it's raging and get right in front of it like that's where it should be and that's where the numbers should go down the the, uh, the old folks home uh, thing is is kind of wild too. So like, obviously that's where we're focusing a lot of the vaccine effort right now, both with residents and with the folks who work there. And honestly, more with the folks who work there, because they're the ones that come in and out and deal directly with these people. Um, They're the ones bringing it in. But I was talking with my wife and one of her coworkers, uh, his wife is, is a nurse at one of these, these homes. And like, she got her first dose like two weeks ago and they've been asking like, okay, so when is our next dose? And they've just been told like, Oh, we don't know. So it's like all these places now we have these half vaccinated people. And like, if this is a two part vaccination system, like, like how long, you know, I I thought it was like a matter of like within three months you had to do it or whatever. Like, I think is what I originally read. So like, I don't even know what's going on. Like we had Doug Ford, like we're in Ontario here, obviously we've had Doug Ford telling us that we got, you know, a general, whatever the fuck on it. And we we're fucking, we're an elite fucking vaccination team here and everything. But like, it seems like they got these doses and they don't even fucking know what they're doing with them. Yeah, well, the whole thing was recently that uh, the supply from Pfizer was interrupted because they had to redo some one of their facilities where it was all pumping down. Yeah, they're like retooling the Belgium facility or something like that. (laughs) Yeah, all their employees are buying GameStop shares. GameStop (laughs) production for a couple days. But yeah, like everyone was just, uh, so where does it go? It goes to the highest bidder first. And who's the highest bidder? Like that's the U.S. So U.S. is going to get all their vaccines first. And then the rest of the country as well. Screw you guys. Like uh, you'll get it when you get it. And so that's why I thought it was really interesting that there's a Canadian vaccine that's in trials right now and is is trying to get approved uh, up here in Canada. And it's just good that everyone in the world is working together for this for a similar goal it is weird that or maybe maybe they did share a lot of the information but it just sounds like a lot of these companies took very vastly different approaches to how they develop these uh vaccines but like the big three you hear of or that i've heard of is you 
you have Pfizer, Moderna, and then the one based in the UK in conjunction with the government and whatever the private entity was. It was like government funded or whatever. I guess yeah. they're all government funded. But I mean, the Canadian one, that'd be super cool because it's again, bringing, it's reshoring that type of uh, industry. Like yeah, there are huge Pfizer plants and stuff like that in Montreal. But again, that's a US company. Like it doesn't have... Canadian interests like what is Canada known for like uh, isn't Pfizer German drugs I thought they were German is it German uh, that's a good question maybe I'm see wrong. that goes that goes to show how much I know no okay they're American why the fuck did, somebody's German one of the big companies is doing is German I can't remember yeah. who it was anyway my bad strike that from yeah. the record but now we know folks see power Google yeah the the Pfizer bear I thought it was one of the ones they were talking about. Yeah, or maybe there's like Pfizer plants in Germany or something. I remember something with Pfizer in Germany. There was some sort of connection with that. Yeah. Maybe oh, yeah, maybe that's where the plants were or something. Or biotech? Yeah, probably. Yeah. Somebody had a bunch of shit there, and I remember that was a that was a big issue there for a little while. Was, well, hey. The it, UK it, was if, like, or uh, sorry, the EU is basically like, hey, we're fucking making it right here. Like, fuck off. Well. <laughs> <laughs> Well, like, you know, for stereotypes being the way that they are, like, hey, if you're going to build it somewhere, you're going to build it in Germany. Like, you want that precision. (laughs) (laughs) You know what I mean? Like, uh, I don't know. I I just don't know if you'd want it built in at a, I don't know, what's a, oh, never mind. I'm just going to shut my, shut my mouth about uh, (laughs) European countries. I don't know. I don't know. Don't want to get canceled, bud. Yeah, exactly. I don't want to get canceled by a whole country now. (laughs) Russia's going to hack the podcast, man. Don't do it. No, no. I wasn't even thinking that. Like, I was thinking, uh, never mind. I was dragging that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, uh, Anyways, uh, what are we looking at right here, Beth? I just uh, kind of paused on the uh, the coronavirus numbers for Canada right now. So, total of uh, 784,000 cases and 20,000 deaths for. uh, for the country as a whole, and I was just earlier mm-hmm. skimming through some of the other uh, some of the cases by uh, by province. I noticed like there's you know, like Nova Scotia has like ten active cases, so like their whole uh, Atlantic bubble obviously worked pretty well. Oh, oh, so they took on so they followed the New Zealand train, and then it worked. So the oh, surprise, yeah, in, in a very small area of a small you know population. Yeah. Um, Bev, can you type in uh, CTV COVID cases into Google? They have a pretty sure. good tracker we can pull up that'll show the death stuff we were talking about. Um, if you go to uh, down, oh, I know what the link. It's called like tracking every COVID case or something. It's, you'll see it there somewhere. Uh, or just yeah, CTV tracking COVID case. Try to Google that. Sorry. Fuck it, we're doing it live, boys. Yeah, that one. So if you go to there, they have a really good focus on Ontario as well. So when you scroll down, um. Yeah, let's keep scrolling. And you'll see, oh, up a little bit. This is great. So this one, let the it'll load a map here. You can hit click active and then click total. And then you can actually go to each health unit and it'll tell you how many active cases they have. So there's Toronto oh, nice. and shit. So you can go to like, oh. you know, smaller ones that have like fuck all. And then uh, if you go down, it shall, you can do deaths by age and shit too. Um, so actually there's right to the right there. If you click the, the button that says deaths, basically oh, no one shit, young is yeah. dying folks yeah oh. that's that's my favorite chart of all time to show people when they're worried about people that are you know 60 or younger uh and guess where most of the cases are in the people who don't die from it so uh for the folks only listening you can see uh uh basically on the screen here we have a chart with a toggle button for cases and deaths and when you're on cases all the younger folks are the majority of the cases and then when you're on deaths all the older folks are the majority of the deaths uh so we're starting to see a real imbalance here. And, and I think it comes back to what um, old Rick was saying about, we got to focus our efforts on uh, where the deaths are occurring. Like a case is a case. If someone is healthy in their thirties, forties, fifties, twenties, whatever. Uh, and you know, just has a, a week or two where they feel like shit and then they're over it. Like that's, that's not our priority here, folks. Like it's where that huge mountain of death is piling up is where the priority should be in my opinion. Uh, but I'm just a goof on a podcast. So yeah, don't take my advice exactly like we don't know what the fuck we're talking about obviously but like, i remember talking to someone in their 50s who had covid and like oh how was it i felt like shit for like two or three days 
And then day four, I was feeling way better. And day five, I was back to normal. And again, this is extremely anecdotal evidence. Like it's not even evidence. It's just his experience of it, but it's just, it affects everyone differently. And that's what I don't think people realize is we don't understand it because it's been around for such a short period of time. But again, this was a healthy dude in his fifties, like a, an active person felt like shit. Then he got better. If the majority of the people, like if we toggle back for our viewers to the deaths in that little chart, if the majority of people who are dying are over the age of 60, focus on those people. Focus on those people. Like why focus on everyone else? Like dump all your resources to those people who are retired and not working right now. <laughs> and don't shut down everyone else and make people all sad and fucking kill themselves or whatever the hell. And I saw this uh, this news headline. I'm sure it was just very anecdotal. Um, that's that's 95% of the deaths are uh, in 70 and above, by the way. Yeah, yeah. that would make sense. But there's a huge increase of like overdoses and suicides right now. And who's, yeah, who, who's doing that shit? Like not fucking people 65 plus. Yeah, 19 year old yeah. kids in the room. You know, that's fucked up. Isn't that great? Man, that's you know, fucked. I, I'll say one thing about our, our buddy Elon there is he brought up a good point early on, like in his podcast of Joe Rogan, like months and months and months ago. And he was saying, like, are we looking at like what, what, life years are we talking about are we talking about someone who's 80 and only has like five years left max maybe or whatever right are we talking about someone who's 20 and has potentially 60 years ahead of them like like so you know a death is not a death really like i'm sorry it's 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 not like if if we're talking about someone would have made it to 82 and they died at 81 or you know if this thing was wiping out 20 year olds at like a disturbing clip that'd be a totally different story right and i just feel like I, that never got factored in to me. Like it's, it's just, it's just such a blanket approach they keep taking. It, it doesn't fucking work clearly. Yeah, exactly. It's, I love that analogy of like the forest fire. Like you can't just put water everywhere and think it's going to stop the fire. Like, yeah, it's going to start doing it, but you have to focus on where the problem is. Like just focus on where the problem is. I don't know. Like, I don't like, it sucks that like two people close to me, died in the past week of COVID and they should not have died because of COVID because they were doing all the right things and then other shit came up and then yeah, you catch COVID when you're in those situations and then of course you die because you're, you're old. But I don't know if you would have focused this whatever trillion dollars on fixing these shithole old folks homes and not just shutting down everyone and giving what was it like 300 or 600,000 teenagers, a thousand bucks a month to sit at home. Like what the fuck is the point of that? <laughs> <laughs> but anyways, uh, we got a little off topic there. Thanks again for joining us this week. Uh, check us out on all of our socials at uh, quality piles. And uh, yeah, you want to support the cast? Uh, check us out on uh, qualitypiles.com. Uh, on that note, we'll see you next week.